0: Welcome to WVYC's Perspectives. This is an up-close look at the students, faculty, and administrators who make your college unique. This weekly show shines a spotlight on the programs and people here at YCP. This week's host is Jeffrey Schiffman. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, wanted to take some time to talk to uh, some your college alums and uh, somebody that's been there long enough that he should be an alum, uh, or at least an honorary alum, and talk to them. Uh, all four of these are involved. All four of these people are involved in sports in some way, uh, professional as well as collegiate. So we have Daryl Henry, who is with uh, the uh, York uh, Revolution, uh, play by play. Uh, Daryl is an 07 grad, as I remember. Uh, is an 07 grad uh, for from uh, York College. Scott Chach, uh, who is with the Harrisburg Senators, he is the director of entertainment. He'll explain that to you at some point. Um, Scott is a 14 grad and uh, Kevin Slattery from, uh, uh, Kevin's a 16 grad. Kevin is uh, from uh, in, uh, Navy football where he is the director of creative design and Scott Geis who is the director of athletic communications at York College. Of course everybody, uh, I'm Jeffrey Schiffman, uh, from the college radio station. I'm also a professor at the college. So first of all, thank you guys for joining me. I really appreciate that.
1: Thank Thanks you for having us. Of course. Thank, Thank you.
0: you. Happy to be here. want to start with Daryl a little bit. Daryl, um, obviously, uh, this was about when your season was uh, about to start, if I'm not mistaken, if I uh, looked at the schedule and you have a helper. Um, I do, yeah. Um, what is it? What is it meant? What are you guys doing? Are what are you preparing to do? I mean, the, the, the Atlantic League in which you're in is sort of in a unique situation. You sort of use spring training to sort of build your team. And obviously that didn't happen. So where are you at? Uh, where is the team at? What can you do?
2: Well, as far as the team on the field goes, um, our manager, Mark Mason, signed probably 22 guys or so. And so if we get the go ahead that we can begin, you know, mid-July is what we would hope for as a very optimistic thing, I guess, at this point. Let's say that we found out sometime in July. late June that, hey, in a, in a couple of weeks, uh, the league's going to be able to pull it off. I'm sure with social distancing, sitting every third seat, thermometer checks on the way in, masks, whatever it takes, uh, we'll do whatever we can to play. But we would, we would, for the most part, have a team ready to go. We would have to coordinate travel pretty quickly uh, from the business side of things, though, Uh, and, and personally it's, it's difficult on a daily basis because there's all these benchmarks like this would have been the first spring training workout. Saturday would have been fan fest tomorrow. We would have been getting on a plane to go to sugar land. Thursday night would have been our opener. You're going, you know, you're going through all those things and it's tough and you're trying to stay positive, but from a business standpoint, it's a lot of, um, being in touch with our community partners, what can we do for them now, creating communication and dialogue with them and contingency plans. Like if we start mid-season uh, moving things that would have been in May and June to August and September. And if the worst case scenario happens that there is no baseball this season, um, having those conversations with them about, you know, how do we make good? on those sponsorship agreements? Can we bring events to them? Uh, can we do credits for next season thing? So
0: there's a, so there's a lot of, um, I, I guess there's a lot of, uh, the, the it's a twofold, uh, you know, it's a business as well as it's a, uh, it's a sports. I mean, a lot of people thinking about the sports end of it, but uh, for uh, everybody else, you've got to think about the business as well. It's about making money. It's about uh, a business. Uh, you can't keep on, uh, you know, doing things if you're not generating revenue. There's no doubt about that.
2: Absolutely, and it and it's, you know, a lot of it is uh, considering what we can do as the right thing uh, for those that are that are invested in us, but also. You know, how can we help them financially and how can we make sure that ourselves are, are financially stable going forward? So we're, we're in a good place. I mean, it's, it's no place that any of us wanted to be in, but, sure. uh, but we're, you know, we're making the best of it and planning for every possible contingency scenario at this point.
0: All right, let's move to Scott. Scott Chach. Uh, Scott is with the Harrisburg Senators. Uh, would it, would this, is this your third season? Uh, this would have been number four. Number four, Sanders. wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Scott, uh, you, and, and the difference between what Darryl is doing, York, Atlantically, uh, York Revolution Atlantically, you're AA-affiliated uh, baseball, so you don't even have a team. Um, you know, it's hard for you to even market anything because you don't know the players that would be there. You can probably guess a little bit, but for yeah. the most part, you don't know what the players are. So, so what are you guys doing uh, up in Harrisburg with the Senators?
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot of similar things uh, as Daryl was saying about the the business end of it, um, the background, um, you know, what we're doing with the community um, and a couple other things Uh, we're trying to stay busy. Obviously uh, the biggest factor is not knowing the players because uh, you know, we can't just go out and say, Oh, look, we have pictures from this guy and we're going to promote him like crazy and and just hope it works. But um, I mean, fortunately, one thing I will say though, that, you know, we might not know exactly who's on the current team. We do know who's on the previous, you know, who's been with us before and uh, who's still signed by the Nats, um, and we can we can still u- utilize them. Um, for instance, um, Dante Pichette Jr., uh, he did um, some things with us, like Q&As with our fans on social media. Um, there's a couple other players that were. I know I'm missing. Um, you know, Jake Lowry is another one. Um, so a couple of guys that we're allowed to tap into, um, that, you know, we're, we're utilizing them that way, but a lot of our social media right now is just, um, using our mascot and, you know, how can we try to keep people entertained at home? Uh, you know, one thing we did was a video where we, all of our staff members were throwing a ball, you know, we recorded ourselves catching a ball on the left side and throwing it to somebody on the right. And, uh, we just put it all together to kind of make it just something fun and entertaining, then we open it up to the fans to, to submit some and then we put a fan video together um so we're just trying to stay active on social media with like creativeness like that we create um you know some activity pages for kids to keep them entertained for parents um so we're trying to stay active that way community wise you know we're doing the best we can to keep our uh sponsors engaged you know just to say hey you know it's it's still you know very high that we might play baseball and. Uh, we want to keep you involved and, and still, you know, have you part of the team uh, no matter what happens. So we want you guys to still be, you know, we always like to say like we want to keep them a senator too. So.
0: Sounds good. All right, Kevin Slattery. Kevin is in a different situation. Kevin is with Navy football. They had their entire season, which is good. And you're prepping for your your fall season, although – we could have a discuss, and and maybe we should have a discussion as to whether we think sports are going to happen in the fall. Uh, you know, we can we can get into that. But uh, what are you doing, Kevin, on your your end? Uh, obviously, there's nobody at the academy, um, but uh, you are at least getting ready. You're bringing, you know, recruits are being, I guess, assembled is probably the best way to look at it. This would have been probably towards the end of your spring practice, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, uh, we would have. Uh been, been towards the close of spring practice at this point. Um, you know, and, and, and for us, this is typically a time where we try to get guys on campus. Um, so we're, we're trying to find some, some different ways to, to engage with our recruits. Um, a lot of what I do is, is creating content that recruits want to see. Um, and that's stuff that we put out on our social media page. Um, you know, stuff that fans might be interested in and stuff, you know, around our current players, but really it's, it it all kind of comes back to recruiting. Um, so, you know, we're sending them graphics. We're sending them information about the academy. Um, and we're just ca- trying to do some different things to, to continue to build those relationships, um, you know, a- a- as we start to look forward to the, uh, the 21, the-, the high school graduating class of 21.
0: And uh, so th- it's very difficult. I mean, obviously, this is, this is a different way to recruit and a different way to – be uh in contact with players there's no doubt about that maybe you use social media maybe you did but now everything is distant so you can't you can't even get a kid to come on campus right
4: no no we're, we're um you know we, we typically have a lot of uh different prospect days and, and things of that nature where we'll we'll, we'll bring guys on campus uh for, for unofficial visits and um you know with things being shifted around that's that's not really the case right now um so just find different ways to show them they're they're, they're you know what Navy has to offer, you know, especially for us. I mean, you know, we, I, I think we, our, our facilities have the best view in college football. I'll, I'll put it up against anybody. Uh, we're right there on the water, um, right, right where the, uh, where the Severn meets the Chesapeake, um, you know, and, and so uh, our practice fields, you look out on the water, you see all the boats. Um, and, and this is normally a beautiful time in Annapolis as well. So, you know, how do we bring that to a recruit while they're sitting on their couch? Um, you know, how do we, um, connect them with information about the academy because a lot of people, a lot of the, the people that we're recruiting might not necessarily know about the Naval Academy. They might not understand it. They might not understand that, you know, we're playing power six football. This is a real, this is a division one football team, um, you know, and, and, it, and it's an opportunity not only to play high level football, but also, you know, be set in, in a career after you're done with football uh, that takes you on, on a positive trajectory. Um, the biggest thing that we've been doing is, with this past week, you know, Malcolm Perry was selected in the, uh, in the NFL draft. It's a huge moment for him, huge moment for the brotherhood. So I um, want to make sure we put a lot, out a lot of content on that um, so that we can continue to dispel the myths of service academy football.
0: All right, last one, Scott Geis. Uh, Scott, um, uh, Scott is the director of athletic communication at York College. I guess the biggest thing, the, the biggest disappointment, is the disappointment for for those seniors who would have been you know probably finishing up their seasons right about now or or certainly looking uh into uh playoffs in the NCAAs. Um what's the mood I, I, you know I can I've gauged it a little bit but what are you working on now um as as you come to the end of a a school semester. Sure. I,
1: I think first and foremost uh the entire thing that's happened this spring has been heartbreaking for our seniors, heartbreaking for our coaches. You know, to have your season end in a locker room or a uh, classroom or a dorm like these seniors had this year it is just, it's difficult to fathom. Um, you know, I got the opportunity to travel with our men's basketball team a week before everything got shut down and we lost it at Mount Union. There's a sense of closure there because you, in fact, have lost on the floor. Your career ends in a way that, you know, is a little bit more acceptable than finding out from the NCAA on on March 12th that we're just shutting the season down. And I think that was really hard to, to deal with for our kids. It was hard to deal with for all of us because we've had, you know, traditionally in the spring, we've had some really good teams. And to have a season end like that is, you know, it's unprecedented. It's never happened before. And we hope it never happens again. But um yeah as of, for what i'm working on now just trying to push content out to our website you know guys like what kevin's doing right now are so critically important to all of us because you know recruiting is the lifeblood for our institutions in terms of athletics and you have to make yourself uh you have to appeal to those kids that are looking to come to your institution to play athletics and i think it's really important that we continue to push stuff out we have a couple things in the pipeline that we're working on um in terms of some more video stuff, some more, uh, engagement. So I think that's really important for us to do at this point in time, because let's face it, you know, there's no games to report on. There's no, uh, you know, there's not that immediacy that we've had normally at this time of year. You're right. We'd be normally getting ready to do, um, CAC playoffs. In fact, uh, you know, I have, uh, the back end of our website reminds me every day of all the things that we should be doing uh, today, uh, but, but aren't. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know springtime for me is usually really incredibly busy, and it's just been a very surreal uh surreal last couple of weeks you know for me for twenty five years I've been doing this and and I'm a slave to schedules haven't been I haven't had a schedule in you know a <laughs> month and a half and it's it's really strange for me because I'm usually you know I, I have to be really disciplined with my time and how I spend it right. uh, you know I have a junior in high school who plays baseball, so you know he didn't have a season this year. Uh, so it's it's been really weird. Um, but just trying to focus on uh, what we can do moving forward to uh, one honor, you know, I thought it was really important to honor our seniors. Uh, so we did a whole series of senior day virtual senior days. Uh, we did a senior spring profile, uh, we asked kids to submit, uh, a, we had a list of questions for the kids to answer and asked them to submit their information. And we were able to do that. So uh, you know, for me, it's just a lot of trying to create content and push it out and, and let people know that, you know, we're still here and, and we're looking forward to get back at it.
0: All right. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about get back, get back at it. Um, you know, uh, Daryl and, and and Scott, uh, you guys are, your seasons are right about to, to, to start. What what are you hearing? What are the prospects that we might have sports? And I know that there's all sorts of things out there, and everybody's heard everything uh, different. W- what's your gut telling you?
2: Yes, uh, I'll start. Um, you know, I, a few weeks ago, I I, try, I really tried to limit my news consumption because it was just I, – I just couldn't <laughs> stomach it any yeah, longer. Yeah, it's getting hard. Like, everybody's got a got an opinion. Nobody really knows, so – I am continuing to. I guess, you know, a few weeks ago, I couldn't believe the prospect of not playing. Maybe in some ways, I'm, I'm, in the back of my mind accepting that. Yeah, yeah. My my next broadcast may not be until the fall for high school football. If then, maybe the winter basketball. Um, and are we going to get through or, that? Or yeah. maybe
0: next spring.
2: Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to think about it. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Or, yeah so like are we gonna get through that? yeah we will um but I, I'm still I mean my fingers are still crossed that uh, that the more that we curve this thing and and you know some of the some of the things that that have been accomplished just in the last month, maybe it makes it possible that uh, that come midsummer we can have a partial crowd in a stadium and 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 you know it's a very important um very important part of American life and, and for the greater population in general to, to have that entertainment. I think we desperately could use that right now. So I'm not giving up on it yet. I, I think if I had to predict what it would look like, potentially, it, it would be that every third seat idea and, and masks in the stands and thermometer checks and that sort of thing. So if that's what it takes, so let's do it. But uh, obviously we have to be safe about it.
0: Scott?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I feel like for us, it's, it's kind of like at the mercy of, you know, what's, what's Major League Baseball going to do? Um, because honestly, you know, it's up to them on what they're going to do with their minor league players. Um, so, you know, we're you – know, the only thing that we know is what everyone sees on the news. And as much as I try to stay away from it all, you know, I do read it just because, you know, it, it does affect what we're potentially going to be doing. Um, you know, we, yes, we do have, uh, you know, thoughts going on, on, on what we would do if we didn't have a season. Um, we are making plans for what some of that might look like, but we also have a big plan for if we open up on these days. Um, I mean, I don't know how many different versions of our, um, giveaways and promo schedule dates and all that. Like, I don't know how many versions I have right now, because if we were to decide to open up on July 1st, like. Here it is. It's done. It's ready to go. We just got to roll it out um, because there are giveaways that we've already purchased. There's stuff that we've already, it's, it's on its way. Um, yeah, made that really commitment. Back. So, um, so we, we have the plans ready for any time. Um, and really personally, I, I don't know what that's going to be. Cause again, like I, I'm not one to really try to speculate. I just want to go with, you know, what, what could happen and just be ready for, for it, you know, once it's there, cause who knows it could come that, you know, we start, july 13th and like i don't have a plan for that exact date but (laughs) um but you know just gotta sit down and kind of go with the roll and go with the punches on that um so yeah i don't really want to speculate on on whether i think we do or not because it to to me i just feel like i'm at the mercy on what what is major league baseball gonna gonna decide
0: yeah certainly one of those scenarios that they've talked about is you know what's sequestering them in hotels in arizona and for in uh north florida and playing games there, and then having, you know, at some other facilities, some players that, well, obviously that means we're not, you're not playing in Harrisburg, that's for sure. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Kevin or Scott, uh, collegiately, a little bit of different kind of animal. Obviously, you don't play in the summer, um, but, uh, you know, that's gonna be a little bit different look. You know, obviously you're planning for the fall. Um, who knows? We may not be on campus on, on, uh, on September 1 uh you know what's the thought there
1: Go ahead, Kevin.
4: yeah uh, you know for us it's just continuing to 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 stay prepared um you know the with the with, with football and you know the ncaa and and tv contracts there's just a lot tied up into it um so i'm not i'm not really qualified to speak on you know um when we're going to get back and what the plan is obviously there's a lot of different things that are getting kicked around um the ncaa has a whole division that is set up to, um, to kind of um, shepherd us through that. So the biggest thing we're trying to do is, is a lot like what Scott said, Hey, look like, you know, it, it's out of our hands. We can control the controllables um, and, and just be as prepared, be, be prepared, um, you know, fortune, fortune favors prepared. So that's, that's kind of uh, what we're living with right now.
1: Scott, guys. I think one of the most difficult things to deal with right now is the proliferation of social media. Of Nobody really knows What's going on? You know, you can have experts from, you can have three different medical experts and it's all over the board. So I think that that's a frustrating thing. I think that everybody's been dealing with, but, you know, we're really looking, you know, we're preparing as if we're coming back in September, we're going to play games in September. And and that's how I think how you have to approach it. And then we can adjust from there. If if it turns out the season gets delayed till the beginning of October, how whatever that looks like. Uh, it's our responsibility to be as prepared as an, as a department, be to have our coaching staff prepared, have our student athletes prepared for what's going on. You know, I think one of the, one of the things that you see, if you, if you look across our sport teams, social media is kids are out there and they're working. Um, You know, they're doing what they need to do to prepare. They're doing, uh, obviously our kids do an amazing job in the classroom and they have for a long time and they're continuing to do that. So you know one of the messages that we've sent to the kids is continue to push through and finish the semester strong and put yourself in great position academically uh, so that when we do get back you're going to be ready to roll and yeah you know, it's just it's such a it's such a challenging situation. Daryl and I have talked a bunch of times this summer and you know he's he's been pretty positive now uh, you know throughout the year <laughs> and, and wanting to get started because that's you know when it's part when it's in your blood and it's what you do and yeah. it's such an important part of of what you do professionally and 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 who you are you know it's it's tough when things get shut down like this but you know we just gotta you know you just gotta control what you can and that's that's really all we're we're we can do and just you know hopefully our kids are going to do the same thing and be prepared uh when it's time to come back
0: yeah i think we all feel like we're little toddlers uh we used to ask our parents parents you know when are we going to do this when are we going to do this what you know how how You know how often have we heard somebody say that to us now? Because and the answer is, I don't know. Uh, and and that's the hardest thing, uh, Scott. I got one one of the things related to uh, your college's athletics. Obviously, you guys are also switching a conference. Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> and it's but, you know it's it's amazing. It's something that we've been looking forward to and are so yeah. excited about. And you know we've kind of plotted out dates of when our first conference game for this sport when's our first conference game for this sport and it's like now it's you know it's completely in flux like we just we just don't know and that yeah I hey everything could we could be back in school in September and be right on schedule and and could be fine uh and we might not be you know we just hired a new women's soccer coach I haven't even gotten a chance to talk to her yet you know we've (laughs) corresponded back and forth via email but we haven't you know normally by this point in time we would have had a number of conversations already, you know, we would have gotten to some some groundwork laid down. We just haven't had a chance to do that yet. So, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, again, we are so excited to, to start in the MAC, but, you know, we're not sure when that actually is going to happen. I mean, I know July 1, we're become a month, member of the conference and we start doing all that stuff. But, but, you know, when we actually start playing games, you know, not sure quite what it's going to look like or when it's going to happen.
0: All right, uh and I think maybe we'll make this the final question because this might go on for a while. What has been the most difficult thing and also what has been the most rewarding thing that you've done, you know, in preparation for a season and all that sort of stuff. So, whoever wants to start.
3: I'll I'll go ahead. Um I think the the
0: challenge And getting challenge- married does not count. <laughs>
3: yeah that was before the season but that was that was a good that was the best one um no but uh the biggest thing uh that's the heartbreaking is uh we did put a lot of work in into getting the season started um you know we got seventy home games and and you know you're you you plan like everything and you have so many things set in stone uh by the date that you know i think we were out of the office on March sixteenth i think it was um or seventeenth and we had—I mean, we were a month away from the season, and you know, we were—we had all these plans, we had everything, we had things in motion. Um, so to really, not really see it coming to life is is really hard because uh, you know, there's a lot of things that are just sitting in a hole and may never get used or may come back in future seasons. But right now, it's just that's the hardest. But the the one thing I've been liking is there are a couple of things that I've been able to step back and and haven't had time to do and now I can do it. Um, you know, I, I can remote into like our video board computers, for instance, and and we just got new ones this this off season and I can update all the graphics that are in there and and there's a couple things that like during the transition from the old system to new one, um, you know, we were gonna be behind getting the season started where now we're we're taking our time to get that stuff back and and load it. You know, there's a lot of graphics and stats that we had to load back into the system and that kind of stuff that um, you know, we've taken our time now. Um, a couple other things have happened on that front, um, so you know, it's I, I say it's nice that I can go back and and take care of some things that I've been wanting to. Uh, however, it's really hard to just almost look like some of the stuff is not even going to happen that we've been working on for, you know, eight nine months, almost a year. You know, in some cases, some of these items we've been working on since last year because we were like, oh, we can't do it in 2019, so let's hold this in our back pocket. We're going to do it in 2020. So now we're going to, you know, to have to even put it off into a later month is still challenging because if we're going to, to put certain dates on a Wednesday or Thursday night, um, people are at work. People depend on when we're playing baseball. People could be in school. You know, some of those weeknights are a little more challenging just because of those scenarios. Um, you know, not as many families come out. Um, so to put big items on weeknights is, you know, hard for us to grasp um, a little bit. But, yeah, there's goods and bads happening. Um, more, more bad than good. But, you know, we're making it work.
2: Daryl, Yeah, I think uh, human nature, there's a tendency to, like, we, I, I'm, for all of us on, on this call right now, we have, in sports, I mean, we love what we do, but it's a very busy schedule. Um, and it, it really doesn't stop. Uh, even in the off season. So I think human nature, you you can tend to fall into almost taking for granted some of your, your partnerships and and you certainly don't mean to, but it just kind of happens. So I think from a business standpoint, this forces us to have some conversations with partners, sponsors that can really strengthen our bond with them going forward and with our fans. Um, uh, like Scott was saying, in, in Harrisburg, we've done a lot of the same things on social media with fan interaction and bringing fan Fest to them and bringing opening day at home to them. Um, you know, we're on radio. Uh, we're going back into the archives of, of some of our, you know, great games and, and airing the full broadcast. And it's a chance to kind of, you know, reflect back on some great moments with, with our fans and um, with our high school sports coverage on, on WIK, one of the things that we're going to be doing is uh, senior profiles that we'll be airing throughout the day because they didn't get a chance to be recognized on the field or even at graduation. So it's, it's a way for us to, you know, now we have time to, to take an extra step and go above and beyond what we normally do and, and strengthen those partnerships going forward when we do get back to normal. And then certainly, from a personal standpoint, you know, I I would be I would be leaving at three in the morning tomorrow for Sugarland, and it <laughs> it would ordinarily start a stretch of five months where there's only a handful of off days, and, and instead, you know, right now I'm 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 doing work, uh, you know, while while my son is in here playing Minecraft on on his tablet, so. I wouldn't be spending that, that time with him ordinarily, but, but now we are
0: Kevin.
4: Yeah. I I think, you know, um, kind of to your point, like, you know, it's, it's been, it's been good to spend more time with, with family and stuff like that. You know, for me, it's more zoom calls and stuff, uh, than it is, uh, face to face time. I actually just moved into an apartment. So, um, I kind of had a perfect little self quarantine set up. Um, but I, uh, I I think it's just taking the time to, to reconnect with people. Um, you know, people that I worked with down at ECU or, you know, um, Scott Josh, unfortunately, man, man, I haven't seen you in forever, man. Is this, this this, this is the most time we spent. We used to, we used to be boys, man. We used to go back like, you know, so, so it's good to, you know, it's, it's good to reconnect with people. Um, you know, I, I think the thing that, that I, um, when you work in sports, it, it's a transient business, right? You're moving around a lot. You're, in order to move up, you got to move out a lot of times. And so, um, you know, so I, I think it's been cool to see how people have kept in touch, you know, through all this, even the, you know, obviously the physical distance is, is a lot broader. We've seen that through technology, things like FaceTime and uh, zoom calls like we're doing right now, just having the opportunity to reconnect with people. I think that's the the, the big kind of silver lining. Um, you know, as far as the disappointing thing, just kind of echoing what everybody else has said, you know, um, for us, for our seniors, um, you know, and just not being able to have, um, you know, that, that summer, you know, the, or that spring uh, semester, you know, even though they're done their playing career, um, if just for midshipmen in general, the whole brigade, this is kind of the time of year they really look forward to, you know, if you've been through the, that, that process through, you know, four years at, at the Academy and, and really, you know, five, if you include, um, if, if you're a, a NAPS person, a uh, go to our prep school, um, you know, it, it, it kind of builds up to this. And so to see them, you know, not get it to, um, you know, have that traditional graduate experience is, 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 is really tough. And of course for us, you know, it hurts to, to lose spring practice, but, um, you know, this, the part of, uh, what, what gives me, um, hope and, and strength is just the people that, you know, that, that, that I'm around, you know, it's a great program to be around. And, um, you know, our our head coach, coach Kenny Montalolo does a a great job of, of kind of continuing to rally the staff. So, you know, just, just keeping our heads up and, um, you know, when we'll be ready when called. Scott?
1: Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing, that this, you know, obviously the biggest disappointment for me is the seniors. You know, we had a women's – we have seven women's across uh, seniors this year. And, and honestly, you know, we we could have won a national championship I, this year. I think I we think were that, that good.
0: That, yeah, I um, think it's that, that was a discussion that I had with some several of them yeah, it's when just, this got started.
1: It's so hard to watch. And, you know, people have said, well, you know, the opportunity the NCAA is giving – these kids the opportunity to, to come back next year. Well, five out of these seven already have jobs. One right. has an internship. I mean, they're ready to move on, which is, you know, which is fine. You know, actually, I think the the impact of getting the year back actually goes down to freshmen and sophomores uh, who now may be considering grad grad work, you know, and right. can plan it out in their academic career to be able to do that. I think that's where the impact of the fifth year is really going to come into play uh, as we move forward. But, you know, it, it's th- just that disappointment for all of our seniors. And, you know, uh, having seen it, you know, I've coached a bunch of our, um, our red line, my, you know, my school district, I've coached a bunch of our baseball players who are now seniors and to see them lose their baseball season, their prom, their graduation, um, it's heartbreaking. And, you know, and, and I guess the good thing is they know they're not alone. You know, there's, you know millions of seniors out there college and, and high school who um will not have the type of year type of the end of the year that they would be uh normally accustomed to so i think that's you know and that's just that's there there's nothing they can do about that but uh, i think some of the bright spots are uh, you find out uh how good the people you work with are um you know our coaching staff's amazing our, our administration's amazing uh we have um we are very fortunate you know the culture in our athletic department is pretty incredible so people have been staying in touch with each other uh we've had zoom calls we've had tech you know we have text exchange uh our head soccer coach just had a little girl last night so evan evan had a little evan and krista had a little girl last night so um you know everybody reaching out to them and making sure everything's good and you know i think the ability to just understand how important relationships are and, and understand how critical they are to not only for us as human beings, but uh, the success of our organization and understanding, you know, even a little text to somebody just to check in uh, can make a difference to somebody. And I think that that, that we've learned that the connection of, um, of the human connection is so very important to what we're doing. And, you know, whether it be, you know, your parents or your family or whoever, uh, just how critical that is that, that we keep, in, keep those relationships strong and, uh, you know, weather through this, because I think that's one of the things that, you know, you knew it was important before, but I think it's even more important now when everybody's kind of uh, looking for that connection that, that they're missing right now.
0: I think one of the things that we've also seen, and and this uh, all four or five of us would agree on this, is the importance of sports in our society. Um, it, I watched all of the first round of the NFL draft. I I haven't done that since I covered the Ravens, and that was only because someone you know literally said you got to be there to get sound with the guy and. Uh, the NFL draft is the most boring thing that there is, yet 55 million people watched it because there was nothing else to watch.
4: Well, I look was, at, I was look glued at, to it.
1: <laughs> look at the Last Dance documentary. I mean, right, exactly. a lot of people would have watched that anyhow, Probably. but now it's, it's must-see TV. Like, I, yeah. I, w- I was talking to my wife the other day, I'm like, whatever we do Sunday, 9 o'clock, we got to be done we're done at nine o'clock we're sitting in front of the tv and watching that so uh you know I think it's you know especially in my household you know right now there's always a baseball game there would always normally right. be a baseball game on you know I'm an Indians fan my wife's a Red Sox fan you know Shane loves baseball so we always have games on well you know Netflix has been our best friend yeah <laughs> uh, you know during this period of time but it just it's um you know i think it's also a little bit different you take time to maybe you know do family game night or do things that you probably wouldn't have time to do otherwise uh so that's kind of neat too but yeah
0: yeah during the sports season you don't get a chance to have a a family dinner very often no
1: no. never no that's
0: it's very strange
3: rachel and i i mean we we got married in february right before all this all this had happened and uh you know, you know, we're looking at this we keep saying, you know, it's like our second honeymoon because like, you know, we're, we're locked in and, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, we've been enjoying it. I mean, it's been nice, uh, you know, in the sense of this would be a time that I'm at the ballpark for, you know, 12 to 15 hours a day. Right. And, um, you know, even when we don't have games, uh, usually after the first homestand, um, you know, which would be this week, um, I would have been in, in the office still working, you know, 10, 12-hour days probably to fix something because something, you know, didn't go right in the first homestand or doing something. So I'd still be working, like, you know, so the month of month of March and, and April is, is a very tough time for us in the sense of, like, you know, sitting down and having a dinner or even just chatting. Um, so it's been a very complete
0: different and also nice, you know, that to have that
3: time together um, and everything, so...
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. I want to thank all of you. Uh, everybody, please stay safe. Um, hopefully, hopefully sports will come back. I, I'm, I'm on the – I'm one of the pessimists. I think that – I think we might not see sports again until maybe next spring, but that's just me. Um, you know, I'm always that way. I'm always the – the, the gla- glass is like a quarter full. Um, but um, I, I hope we do. I mean, I look – we had a conversation here at my house the other day. I would love to be able to just go to a baseball game. You know, just no. any – it doesn't matter. It could, could, be, could be the Orioles, could be, you know, here I, – I live in Lancaster. could be, the, um, you know, the Barnstormers or go over to, you know, after, after a day at school, uh, walk over to the, uh, you know, Revs and see a Revs game. Those are not going to happen for a little while, and I think that that's one of the hardest – I think that's the hardest thing for all of us. Uh, there's 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 no sense of normalcy. I mean, going for a walk, you know, that's about the most exciting thing that's going on in our going to the grocery store. You know, that sort of stuff. You know, oh, mundane that's, things.
1: that almost feels like it's taking your life in your own hands. Sometimes yeah. going to the grocery yeah. store. I, yeah, I
4: could I could live with that being less exciting. Yeah, I could, <laughs> yeah, would great. That's so, I, you know,
0: everybody, please stay safe. Um, And hopefully, you know, maybe. Maybe in the uh, late in the summer, we'll do another one of these to kind of set up where we're going uh, for the fall. So thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, You guys stay safe and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks, Appreciate it.
2: Thanks, everybody.
0: Thanks for joining us for WVYC's Perspectives. The program airs weekly on Mondays and Fridays at nine o'clock. Public affairs program is also available as a podcast at WVYC.podbean.com. Jeffrey Schiffman serves as the Executive Director of Perspectives. We hope you join us again for this in-depth look at the York College community.